Hi, welcome to Just Friend Zone. I'm Josh. I'm Jackie. So today our episodes are gonna be a little bit different. Um, we're missing a member. Um, his name starts with a K. His name starts with a K. He talks the most on our podcast, and he will be missed. But he's gonna be gone for about a couple months, and so we have someone filling in for him today and for the two months. Uh, we talked about it in our previous episodes. Uh, we didn't post on the Instagram because we forgot to post about it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in replacement of Kevin, welcome back. A, a fan favorite. A fan favorite, Min. Min now. What's up? Yeah, He's I made back. it. I'm on the podium with you guys. This is great. Yes. We're going to ghetto Photoshop your face onto our pictures. <laughs> I like that idea. Hey, use my nun photo. <laughs> Not the nun photos. It's the best one, dude. The nun photos, yes. I'll post it. Um, But yeah, it's going to be different. Kevin's usually like our mediator, and he's the one that talks and kind of gets our, our conversations flowing. But I guess uh, it's either Jackie and I to do that or min min can do that too so yeah yes, sir yes so our dynamics gonna be a little bit different um but it's gonna be the same we're the same people same f- silly people so um we just won't have kevin for a bit hopefully he can join us once in a while but we'll see what happens um but yeah now i'm gonna be like kevin and say but yeah all the but time. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so today uh, we're going to be talking about our work, not our not our current work, but just like previous jobs that we had and just like funny stories, crazy um, stories, crazy stories, stories uh, that you think like you don't think there's actually people like that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I worked in the medical industry and I got stories. And men stories. has stories. I have stories. Jackie probably has some stories. Um, but yeah, let's, let's start that. Um, I know we're all working right now, but when did you guys actually start working? Uh, my first job was when I was 16 and I worked at my uncle's mechanic shop. Mm. So ever since you were 16, you started like working till now or? Yeah, it was like 16 was under the table. I didn't actually, I wasn't supposed to be working at his shop. Uh, he doesn't have to shop anymore, but yeah, it was cool. I um I got into the car scene at a very young age. Uh, we used to go to the canyons a lot, and um yeah, dude, it was crazy. I started sweeping the floors, and then eventually he taught me how to do oil change, brake jobs, and you know just kind of work my way up. Mm. How about you? What what did you? What were your guys' first jobs like? Straight from high school or out of high school? Well, for me, my current job is actually my first job. Mm. I didn't have like, I didn't really have to work because I was going to school. So financial aid and like my family just wanted us to graduate college first and then get a job. Okay. But um, I quit college after three years. All our listeners know that. It's not for me. I tried. It didn't work out. So mm. now I'm working. And it's 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 something Mm. i work in customer service currently and it's like 
yeah, like I said before, there's like the audacity that some people have. It just blows my mind. The audacity. Yep. No. Yeah, I started working when I was in high school. Right, right when I graduated high school, I started working at Coldstone. Um, and then Coldstone. Yes, it was a fun job. Um, and then um, I remember that you used to ask me if I wanted ice cream. That was crazy. I did. That was I like gave, a long time ago. Holy crap! That was a long time ago, right, dude. <laughs> it's almost ten years ago. God, man, dude, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah. I think I visited you like once or twice. I don't remember. I used to give out so much free ice cream or like I would charge people for the small one and give them large ones. Uh, but it, yeah, it was crazy. And Kevin actually worked with me there. Um, And then after that, I got a job uh, at a coffee place. Moon Dollars, I guess, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Moon, Moon Dollars. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's Starbucks if if you didn't understand that small Moon dollars. Moon dollars. I like that. that no. I like it. Yeah. I worked there for like four years and then after that I kind of got into like my whole career. Um Min helped me get an internship somewhere. And we'll probably talk about that later, but and then yeah. As, you know what's crazy about your Starbucks job? I didn't know you worked at Starbucks until I pulled into the Starbucks. And I heard your voice, and I was like, "Josh, like, what the hell, Min? Josh? <laughs> you never visited me, though. I, what the hell? I know. Like, I pulled into the drive-through, and I saw him handing my drink. I was like, "You work here? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember you visiting me. Yeah, I came like once. I was like, "Hey, put Josh on the line." Or I went to the intercom and say, like, "Hey, is Josh there?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Can I talk to him?" <laughs> He's like, "What you want?" I was like, "I, I want a white chocolate." Uh, and like don't make it too sweet you're like you want three pumps then i'll get you three pumps i'm like i don't know <laughs> the hell dude and then he's saying he doesn't even remember this altercation dude i was there for four years <laughs> it's a long time I've, i saw so many people there you worked like, right there too in the epicenter of westminster so like yeah all of our garden groves friends and all that went through there yeah i saw so many people from high school after but uh yeah man um Work sucks. I think being an adult is something that we're not taught. And like graduating and stuff kind of sucks. But is there uh, any crazy stories that you have, man, or Jackie? I know I have a lot. I can go for like a whole episode by myself. But any crazy stories that you guys have? Yeah. there. Um, so I used to work with Supercare. Um, I used to be a courier, which was co-contracted with Supercare before I actually became a man- one of the managers at Supercare. Um, there was this one time I was delivering a hospital bed to a um, nursing home or a uh, it was a facility. And as I came in, I walked by the room and I heard, ah, oh! and I looked over and this guy's eyeball was out of his socket. Hanging. What the heck? It was hanging, and I saw. It, I was like, "What the hell?" And you see a bunch of nurses just running to the room. And I'm like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And like, apparently, him and his wife were having an argument. He was one of the the um, patients I was staying at the, the the facility, 
and they're having an argument all day and she found out like he cheated on her so she got like the plastic spoon and like jabbed it into his eye and his oh my eyes came out and i've never i've seen some stuff in the medical field like i've seen it you know i, I went to chalk children's hospital and i see some stuff there but i've never wow. seen an eyeball hanging from a man's socket what the heck so yeah they like they blocked off the room they uh, the cops came like i had to make a report it was crazy that's i think one of the craziest stories i've i've ever did dude that's ridiculous what the heck? she stabbed a spoon in his eye man all right, she you win. The spoon in his eye. You win. That just <laughs> I can't talk so that story. That is, it's crazy. Like, who? Oh. What possesses a person to do that? Like, if I was mad at somebody, I just kind of walk out or like yell at them, but not like. That's crazy. Yes. Just stab them in the eye with a plastic spoon. A plastic spoon. Bro, that's ridiculous. That's wild. All right, um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got stories like that. I don't have okay? crazy stories. I, I <laughs> right? thought my stories are crazy, but that's that's what the heck. I'm like, my stories are just like, oh, you're gonna find them annoying, and you'll yeah. see why I got upset. But that I don't. Maybe we should have saved your story for last. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. Why'd you go first? We can't oh, talk bad. that, man. Okay. I, I got more. That. that was like that was pretty crazy, but I got like other stories too. Oh man, I see some stuff. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll start off with like something way lower so I can set the bar lower. Oh, okay. Something okay. lighter. So when I was working at uh, Coldstone, it was in the same plaza as a 24-hour fitness. And then um, I think we talked about in our last episode about how Kevin says, like, working out with me and our other friends, we'd always like, so what are we going to eat after? And that's the question that was brought up all the time. And just... I didn't know how, like, people had really bad habits to, like, eat and stuff after working out because they would come to Coldstone after the gym and they would get the biggest size ice cream. And the ice cream isn't, you know, like, it's pretty heavy. Like, Coldstone ice cream is really heavy. Um, Sounds like something I would do. Dude, people would get, like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the sizes, so it's like it, love it, and gotta have it. So small, medium, and large, right? They would come get the gotta have it ice cream and they're like, oh, I had a great workout today. And I'm like, oh this is counterintuitive. God. It just went to yeah. waste. Your workout just went and to waste. Would, they would get like extra caramel, extra fudge. And I'm like, yeah, the calories just keep coming up. What's the point of working out? And so when Kevin kind of said that, I was like, I kind of thought about it too. Like on our last episode where he said, well, yeah, they all, all they do is want to eat like chicken and beer after working out. And I was just like, it's the people I'm the I'm the people from Starbucks all I mean uh Cold Stone all over again. But yeah. There are more, but I just want to set the bar a little yeah. bit lower. It's great. Min's story was crazy. This is crazy. Oh, I got more of it. Go, go ahead. It just involved blood. I mean mine this yeah, customer service. What is it? Because of this whole COVID thing that's been going on. Just like it made people more sensitive because I remember around the first time that face masks were required, etc. And like people were really sensitive, and obviously, it's a majority race that is sensitive about it. And it just blows my mind that it's just like, wow, there's actually people like this. And like, I've gotten like my previous shift leader would tell me, like, 
I've gotten customer complaints. And I'm like, I didn't even do anything. I'm just doing my job. Like, if you got to wear the mask, please wear the mask. Yeah. And um, we had to start limiting sauces for plates because because of COVID, everything, like, shut down. Mm-hmm. So we can't, like, ha- let them have all the sauce that they want. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to run out of, like, supplies to make sauce, right? So that's what people are getting mad about. They're getting mad because we have to charge them for extra sauce. But and now we don't charge for extra sauce. <laughs> and now currently, as probably everyone heard, the ma- the mandatory mask has been lifted. Mm-hmm. But our establishment is still going to require a face mask. Yeah. And I tell all the cust- I told all my front cashiers this, I told all the customers this, the same thing. If you do not have a mask, I can provide you with one. If you still don't want to wear the mask, then I can take your order from outside. Mm-hmm. But if you still don't want to do that either, then I have the right to just completely refuse service because we're still um, enforcing masks for our stores mm-hmm. to protect our employees and other customers. Yeah. Like, I know you guys have gotten the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, people who have gotten the vaccine come in the store with their vaccination cards, even though I still tell them we still require the face mask. Mm-hmm. The, fa- the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting it. You yeah. can still get it. Yeah. So it's like we're just protecting ourselves and other people. That We're just being cautious. We're mm-hmm. being considerate. So the fact that people would come in and, like, just make a whole mess. Like, today, tonight. Let me give you a story that happened today. This man and his wife came in. First of all, obviously, no mask. Mm-hmm. His wife had a little puppy. So I can't have any other animals besides service animals in the store. And then when I asked him politely if he had a mask, he said, no. I said, I can provide you with one. And then he told me that he has like a medical condition, blah, blah, blah. And then I told him, okay, then I can take your order from outside. Mm -hmm. I just can't have you in the store without a mask. And then he started getting all mad and was like saying, was like, like that I refused to service him. And I was like, I did not refuse service to you. I said, I could help you take your order outside. Just complaining, just threatening to sue the company, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then he went to our neighboring store and then maybe I didn't see if he walked back out again, but like he was outside with his wife's dog while his wife was inside getting food for them. Mm. And I was just like, honestly, like, I talked this over with my manager, my manager, like, everybody. I'm like, it's not that hard to wear a mask. You're not wearing it forever. You're just yeah. wearing it in the time that you're in the store yeah. and that when you're talking to us. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how it's a big deal. But, yeah, I was just like, people get so angry. I'm like, it's just a mask. Yeah. Do you guys have the acrylic wall or, like, the barrier? Yeah, we have, like, the pexiglass. Oh, okay. But we we still require a mask. Like yeah, yeah. I there's totally like only like three holes besides the sidebar that we go out to when we give out orders. Mm-hmm. Like we bend over to take orders through the little hole be- so we could hear better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like all we have. I, I think, like, just the topic of masks and people refusing to wear them is kind of ridiculous. Because, I mean, if you are required, you know. By FDA standards, you are required to wear a mask when you enter a hospital, right? Because you don't want to get something and you don't want to give people something. 
Mm-hmm. So I would assume that scenario is relevant in any kind of situation outside of a hospital as well. Yeah. Especially during this time. So I, I really don't understand why people are so mad. I mean, I don't really care if you got the shot or not. Yeah. It's just proper manner. Like if the store has, you know, rules to, to keep their employees safe, you should abide by them or just yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. I think the whole CDC thing is confusing. I think like them saying, oh, you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. I think that's cool, right? But I think it confuses majority of people. It's kind of like the, you know, like COVID's not gone, right? And so just to protect everybody else, we should still be wearing masks. Like if we're outdoors, maybe, maybe not. But I think... It, though, like since the beginning, the whole CDC thing about wearing masks, not wearing masks, if it's effective, if it's not, it's been a whole confusing thing. And so, like, I I totally agree with you guys. Like, they just wear your mask. It, like, it's not that long, you know. Like, how long are you gonna be inside that store for? Not that long, you know. So, because like they'll come up to you and say they're vaccinated, right, or pull out their vaccination card. What percent of the population do you think got the vaccine, not knowing what it does? Hmm. Like, I think a lot. Yeah. I just, yeah, I I just think, like, it doesn't matter if we got vaccinated or not. I think we should still wear a mask because we don't know where other people have been, you know, and who other people have been around. And so. Not only that, it's like policy, dude. It's the restaurant has a policy. Just abide by it. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are dealing with food, too, right? So it's like, it's better. It's it's like safer for people. Yeah, safer. Yeah. But yeah, it's just. I think it's just bigotry. Mm. That this just goes on in my head. I'm just like, oh, yeah. you're one of those people. Yeah. Speaking of safety, another story. Oh no! So <laughs> is it is it crazy? Because let me tell my story. <laughs> you say, oh no! <laughs> uh it's 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 pretty sad. It's actually really sad. Okay. It, it relates to COVID. Yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll lighten the mood after. Sad story. <laughs> it's really sad. Oh um, so, goodness. again, I, I used to work with Supercare, and we deal with home medical supplies. So, during COVID, we would deliver oxygen tanks. Uh, we deliver home concentrators that produce oxygen twenty four seven. CPAP mask, like, um, what do you call it? What do you call the other thing? I totally forgot. Like, we were on. We were so short on it. Ventilators? Yeah, ventilators. We also supply ventilators to set them up and whatnot. <clears throat> so it was 10 p.m. and a patient got discharged from the hospital. Um, they didn't have space in the hospital. And so then they outsourced to us to mm-hmm. for them to get home and us to deliver the equipment so they can be sustained at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grabbed all the equipment. This guy had the whole nine yards, 10 oxygen tanks to last him. If the power goes out, he had a concentrator. He had a ventilator. He had a CPAP. He had an H tank, which is like the super heavy duty tanks that will last up to 72 hours mm. at 10 liters per minute. And a normal liter flow is two liters, like mm. if coming out of uh, the hospital. And I'm on my way there. He lives in Idlewild and I'm coming from Riverside. So it takes about two and a half hours for me to get to his place. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up the mountain and there's no phone service until I get to the city. Once I get to the city, I'm at his house and everything. As soon as I arrive to his house, 
I set everything up, right? And he's breathing hard. Because when they get discharged from a the hospital, they get one tank that lasts four hours mm-hmm. on two liters. And he's down to his last hour. I get there. I'm setting everything up. And then I go downstairs to grab everything else. As I walk back up the stair, he, he passed away. What? No way. That is so sad. Yeah. I cry on the spot. What's like, it's crazy because he was fine, dude. Like I set him up with the concentrator. I did all this. He was breathing normally. I checked his O2 supply, like his, you know, uh, yeah. oxygen levels. I, I checked everything. And all I needed to do was just bring up the backup tanks. And then, you know, I'll show him how to use everything. And I'm, I'm out. Uh-huh. And I'm like two hours away. Like, you know, I busted his whole mission for him at 10 p.m. So it's like 12 midnight, one o'clock in, you know, in the morning. I'm at this guy's house and I'm like setting up for him. And he just I hear his wife just yell and crying. And I'm like, what's going on? What happened? And then like he's just there. Wow. And I've I've never seen like somebody die in front of me before. Yeah. And that was just heart wrenching. I was and what's worse, like he came out like he had COVID, so then everybody was quarantined for him. Mm. So I had to wear like a full hazmat suit looking like thing. Mm. I had a mask on, has the face shield with the overall covering and everything. And his wife was, you know, there with him. And none of his other family was there with him. They couldn't be there with him. Yeah. So, like, it was just really heart-wrenching, man. Yeah. And I bet I it was. To, yeah. And, like, I had to grab all the equipment back down. He, he lived in a three-story house. And his house, uh, where he wanted me to settle was on the third story. So I had to bring everything back down. Had to sanitize it. And put it in bags in my van so then it doesn't contaminate anything else. Yeah. And man, I called my boss and I was like, yeah, the patient, you know, passed away as I was setting up. And what's crazy is the first thing he he asked me is like, was it your fault? Did he run out of oxygen? I was like, no. Jeez. Oh my gosh. It, it, it comes to like a state where like you're in the medical field, it's, you know, we're working for a business. Their main purpose is to make money. Yeah. But then your moral side of it, it's just like, man, dude. Crap. It, it's just, it sucks. Yeah. You did it. You've never blamed yourself, right? No. Like, I did I did everything I was told to do. And I did mm-hmm. to my best of my abilities. I checked his O2 saturation levels. It was perfect. It was at 98%. I, I did everything I could. Yeah. But, you know, the wife was just crying. and She was like, she didn't blame me at the moment. But when, you know, paramedics came and everything, she's like, it's because of him. It's because he didn't get here fast enough. Because they were waiting for me for about 30 to 40 minutes before Mm -hmm. I got to their house. Yeah, I think with the whole COVID thing, it's it's a lot worse when um, people get discharged. It's a it's a bigger problem. Uh, I was talking to my friend that's a nurse and my family member passed away from COVID too. And it was kind of similar in that way where when they leave the hospital, they're, they're okay. Like um, the doctors are like, Oh, this person's fine to leave. They're okay to be discharged. But like once that happens, um, it gets worse. And I asked my friend, 
hey, is that like a trend? And they say, yeah, like they'll seem better for a bit and then they'll like drastically get worse. And that's what happens to a lot of people or happened to a lot of people that passed away. And that's actually like, I know another person, um, their dad passed away the same way. He was actually going to be discharged. And then once they kind of try to move him, that's when it got worse and he ended up passing away as well. And so like hearing that it's pretty crazy. Like this person got home, he was okay. And then you were there to help set up for everything. And then he passes away. Jeez, bro. Like, um, in my location alone, I think we, before I left, uh, I think we serviced over 500 or 600 COVID patients. Out of the five to 600 COVID patients, it was like 160 of them passed away. That's crazy. Yeah. And of the 100, like the, the 160 patients that passed away, when we pick up their stuff, like every employee at my location would tell me like just this, sad stories man yeah like it, like when you're working in that industry your morale ha- like you can't be you have to be like cheerful and stuff when you meet the patients mm-hmm. you have to be like in an okay kind of psychological way so you can you know yeah make sure they know everything and them too when you're setting up and showing them how to use it if they start crying or like you know getting emotional about it like our policy is we have to step outside Mm-hmm. Tell them that they need to calm down and get composed before we show them how to use everything. Mm. And like, it's, you don't see that side, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's crazy that business to, to being helpful. Like that thin line, it sucks sometimes because you want to be like, you know, you want to be there for them. But at the same time, you got to go to the next person too. You got to yeah. get your other medical supplies and it yeah. sucks. Like you said, it's it's a business. They need to make money, right? And it's it's a sad thing to see, you know. Like, yeah, there are times where like you have to pick up because our contract is over, and they have a new oxygen supplying company, Mm -hmm. and they'll hold on to their concentrator. They'll be like, "This is my life. I need this to live. I can't let it go." Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, our policy is like, "Hey, if they refuse to give it up, we'll start billing them." And our concentrators are, or sorry, not our, but their concentrators at Supercare are pricey per month. It's yeah. Like $260 just to rent that thing out a month. That's crazy. And like, like $40 per tank to refill a month. Hmm. That line makes it like seem like so messed up. Like it's a business. They need to yeah. make money, but it's like, where's your sense of morality? Yeah. I got in a lot of trouble because, you know, I would slip them a couple oxygen tanks. Like, you know, they order 10 and they'd be like on the last leg when mm-hmm. I get there. They're on the last tank. Then I got 30 minutes left. And I'll just be like, here's three extras. Like, just don't tell nobody. And I got caught because, you know, we have we only get a certain amount of tanks on our vehicle mm-hmm. and we have to count them. And at the end of the day, that has to be the exact same amount of tanks coming back. It's an even trade. I can't give them more, quote unquote. And my excuse all the time is that, like, oh, I must have miscounted. I'm sorry. Mm. I got I got written up for it actually. Mm. So like that that line is crazy. Like you, you gotta put the business before the patient. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's just the whole like medical field in America. It's it's yeah. it's about making money. It's about profit. Yeah. Which is sad. Hey man, you just keep making the bar harder and harder because okay, I know your no- stories are so <laughs> I deliver I delivered a commode once, which is like a portable porta potty for them because some old people can't make it to the restroom. So they put it next to their their um their beds, right? Yeah, yeah. So I bring this commode in and the guy just pops a squat right <laughs> when I put it down. It's just starts pooping in front of me. And I'm like, you gotta That's sign these paperwork. Gross. I'm like, you want me to step out? Like you can sign these paperwork when you're done. He's not like, give it to me, give it to me. So he signs all the paperwork. While he's pooping in front of me. (laughs) That's gross. And I'm just like, I, you, okay. And I give him his receipts and stuff, and I just walk out. And, (laughs) bro, like, some people don't care, man. Some people don't care. There's another one, like, where I went out to, like. I got a poop story, too. Hold on. (laughs) I got a poop story, too. So at Moonbucks or Moon Dollar, right? Uh, uh, it was at night, and my coworker goes, um, "It's like a, a girl. She goes, we have our headsets, right? She goes, um, there's something in the men's restroom, and then we're like, oh, what is it? She's like, I think you guys should come take a look. And so my my ship supervisor and I go take a look, right? We go to the bathroom and look at it. There's a swastika on the wall with the poop like someone grabbed their poop or something and drew a swastika on the wall <laughs> and we're just like oh <laughs> and we kind of look at it and we're like this is impressive like he must have been bored or something like what his poop with the poop like literally like outlines did you clean it i didn't clean it <laughs> dude that's crazy yeah and then I have I have a couple poop stories. For some reason, you know, okay, all Star- these poop stories. Yeah, so Starbucks, you know, it, it they attract crazy people because it's like, you know, they get free water, free Wi-Fi, and stuff. Is the bathroom there nice at least? Uh no, no. I mean, it's a public restroom, so a lot of people come in and out. And, and um, I know when. All right, so I used to work on the road, and there are places where I will specifically stop by because I know their public restrooms are clean. Well, we clean the, we were supposed to clean it pretty frequently, but then it gets pretty messy, you know, like some, some people don't know how to aim when they pee. And so, it, you know, like it gets on the ground and it just smells like pee sometimes. And we have a lot of homeless people. And so it's not the cleanest, but yeah. Um, another one is I wasn't there, but I was told the story by my coworker, um, we're really busy. So Starbucks is really busy in the morning, right? And um my my coworker at the time, they have to, we we have like a whole routine thing at Starbucks where like there's like a task list that you have to keep doing for and then if you're part of that job. And he goes checks the restroom because that's part of the, you know, part of the the routine. So he goes in and then he comes out and he yells for, at my manager and he goes Someone took a dump in the bathroom. He didn't say dump. He said some some other word, right? And then my manager goes, 
hey, you can't say that out loud, you know? And he's like, well, dude, it's a huge pile of crap on the ground. I don't know what I'm going to say. There's like lines of people like ordering food and stuff. And he says it out loud. And then my manager goes, dude, you can't say stuff like that. And he goes, okay, let me go check it out. So my manager goes <laughs> to the bathroom, opens the door, and he goes, F, because there's such a pile of poop in the middle of the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then my manager trying to be professional, but it's just a huge clump of poop in the on the ground, like next to the toilet. He couldn't make it to the toilet or something. <laughs> Oh man! So he had like uh, I guess he had to put like a whole hazmat suit on and clean it and stuff because it's protocol. But yeah, people people be missing the toilet when they go to the bathroom. That's crazy. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. My manager had to deal with so much crap, like literal crap. (laughs) And one more, one more before I finish. I finish my poop stories. Um, we had this crazy lady come in. The poop series. Yeah, the poop series. Uh, we had this crazy lady come in, and she was, like, causing problems. And then my manager had to kick her out, right? It's like, hey, you can't be here. You have to leave. And she's like, okay, let me just use the restroom. And he's like, oh, no, like, we're sorry. You're going to have to leave. We're going to have to have to leave. And she's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, well, you got to go somewhere else because, you know, you're causing problems here. And she's, like, yelling at him the whole time. And he's trying to, you know, be calm and not let anything happen because, you know, he's he's liable for it if anything happens. And then she goes, I have to go to the bathroom. And he goes, ma'am, like, please, can you, like, go outside? And she's like, you want me to just go to the bathroom out here? And he's like, no, no, no. Like, can you just please leave? And then I think it's bad luck, but she happened to stand right next to my manager's car. And she pulls on her pants. And then she takes a dump right next to my manager's car outside. I don't even know what to say. I'd be mad. Oh, so That's some karma. Yeah. And he was just like. <sighs> That's a great poop series. <laughs> It's great poopsie. Yeah. So Jackie, I hope you don't have to deal with poop at your place. I mean, we clean the restrooms, but it's never that dirty. Like, ever. Yeah, it's... People are crazy, dude. So I don't want to mention any names, but... You know, at the Riverside office, we have um, the customer service girls in our office as well. Mm-hmm. And they share... We have two bathrooms, and they're not... They're um, mixed genders. And man, there was this one time I was working in the the warehouse and I was counting our inventory and two girls going to the restroom, two girls and right next to each other. And I just hear farting from both (laughs) restrooms. And then I hear them laughing and then it just keeps farting and and laughing and farting, laughing. This happened for like 10 minutes and I'm like, oh, I'm not cleaning that. Oh hell! Uh, oh, you better hell think twice no. <laughs> before I clean that. And then I look at Carlos, my coworker. He's like, "I'll clean it." I'm like, "Dude, what the hell? That's disgusting!" And then they come out and they're like texting each other or something. So then Carlos cleans the restroom, right? And I go ask him, like, "Oh, what are you guys doing in there? You guys are, like farting and laughing at each other?" And they're like, "Oh, we're playing battle poop." 
What? <laughs> they were playing battle poop with each other. That's, That's why they kept disgusting. giggling and like farting. Like they're doing it on purpose. They went to get like chili. Like one girl went to get chili cheese or whatever. And another girl had burrito. And like they planned this whole thing out. And apparently every Tuesday they would play battle poop together. Well, I didn't know about it. <laughs> Carlos knew about it. That's why he like was just laughing and like, I, you know, willing to clean the restroom or whatnot. Battle poop? What the heck? Like, they, would des- they would designate each other's luck. Like, yeah, I'm going to eat chili today. Oh, it was going to be really wet. Or like, you know. And they will play battle with each other every Tuesday. Yeah, some girls are weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What word?" Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I like, which is my manager. He knew about it too, and, I, and he, like everybody in the office knew about it except for me, you know. And I'm like, "How are you guys so casual about this? They're just blowing up the restroom, you know, and playing battle poop with each other." Oh, my and then God. goes, "Yeah, I played with them once." I was like, "What do you?" What? But manager played with them. What do you mean you played with them? Wait, what? Apparently, like it's you get on your phone and like there's a little app or whatever, and you just like you make you know you poop and then you get to shoot or something. Huh? I never got into it, but they yeah, it's a thing. And then they held like a tournament. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. But they have tournament. a tournament of poop. <laughs> I don't know, but there was one day, like one Tuesday, this girl had to go really bad, and they were playing battle poo, and she's just like slamming on the door, boom, 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 get out, your battle poo needs to be on pause, I need to go. <laughs> it was bad. That's crazy. Hey, I so think that's Mina, disgusting. You want to play battle poop after this or what? Yeah, let's go play battle poo, bro. <laughs> I like battle poo. Disgusting. I thought you never participated. You lied. I never, I never participated. I, I'm being honest. Like <laughs> we had a janitor come in every Tuesdays and Thursdays to clean up, just because of battle poop. Yeah, they they lined up their battle poop day on the day the janitor came in. To clean <laughs> that's, up. that's messed up. Dude. That's messed up. <laughs> oh man, so bad. <laughs> that's my poop story. The poop battle series. Poop. Yeah, battle poop. Oh, I think you win. You you sunk the battleships. <laughs> well, they they called it a different name. I can't say it. Oh, okay, <laughs> you sunk the toilet. <laughs> oh man, this is. Yeah. I thought it'd be like you know funnier stories, but it just became a poop story. <laughs> there was a. Uh, I mean, George used to to work at Supercare with me, and um, we went out to the desert. Like we serviced Palm Springs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the northern desert too, um, and there's a place called Twenty Nine Palms. I do not recommend anybody go. It's like it's like trailer trash people in the middle of the desert. What the heck? George went out there to deliver tanks or something, and this is what he described to me. He got there, and there were rats running outside, just around the property. Okay. <laughs> So he he knocks on the door, like watching his stuff, not you know, and whatnot. And the guy opens the door, and his whole house, it's like a tornado went through it. There's things everywhere, right? And there was rats everywhere, cockroaches, cicadas. And he was telling me, like, you know, he, he didn't know where to put the concentrator. He was scared to leave the concentrator there because it didn't pass policy. Yeah, like you know, it has to be clean and whatnot for us to leave it there. 
right? So the guy's, I guess he has a closet. He opens the closet squeaky clean. It's the cleanest place in the, <laughs> the house. The so sets, it, sets it up in there and teaches them how to use it. And while the guy was signing, I guess a rat crawled up his body and just hanging on his shoulder. No. He's like, what's yeah. that, dude? Yeah, he was just hanging on his shoulder. And George goes, you got a uh, you got a rat on your shoulder. He's like, oh, really? This <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant. Yeah, he just starts signing again. Like, it was his pets or something. And then George came outside. And, like, you know how you get that chills up the back of your spine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he told me it was, like, 97 degrees outside. But he got the chills up his spine. And, like, he got goosebumps and everything. Dude, what the heck? Yeah, some people live dirty, like, in this lineup, in like medical deliveries, you see a lot of dirty people, man. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How did we go from freaking customer service to poop and rats? <laughs> Dude, like, you, I'm, t- I'm not making these stories up. Like, Medical delivery, that's like, you know, you see some stuff. <laughs> crazy, bro. We, we started off with the eye pop and now with the spoon. Right? And that was crazy. That's oh, crazy. my God. This is crazy. There was one time, too, at Chalk. Um, I delivered at Chalk Hospital. And, like, it's... I'm delivering to a kid. And, like, the parents are super worried that the baby was just born. Mm-hmm. So they're paying, like, deep attention to me. And I really needed to fart. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to play it off. I'm like, okay, man, I'm going to leave this here. I'm like in the middle of demonstrating, right? I'm like, okay, I'm just going to leave this here for a second. I need to step outside real quick. My boss is calling me. Like, I pretend I was, you know, boss calling me. So I walked outside. And like, we're in the hospital, okay? And they have like each room to each kid. Mm-hmm. And I walk outside. And, like, I can't go past the door because it's a security door. Mm-hmm. And there's no restroom around on that floor. <laughs> so I'm looking around for, like, a corner. I could just, like, sneak a little fart. Like, just a quiet little one, right? <laughs> so I walk to the corner. And I, I let out a, a big fart. <laughs> while I'm pretending to talk on the phone. <laughs> I wanted it to be quiet. And everybody at the nurse's station looked at me. <laughs> and I'm just like, with my phone <laughs> on, like, on my face, I turn around. And I just see them all look at me. My face turns bright red. And I'm just like, I got to go, boss. Because I'm pretending to talk to him. <laughs> and apparently everybody on that floor heard it. Like heard my fart. So I, I'm like I'm twirling around, so like they don't have to, because I have to go back into the room to, to teach <laughs> teach up the rest of it. Twirling, and I walk into the room, and they won't stop laughing. And like the whole, you see all the nurses just like giggling and like laughing at me as I'm demonstrating it. And oh. I'm like, it was bad. It's like a scene from a comedy movie. It's like. Yeah. I I thought it was a small fart. I thought it was just like no, nah, it was like, <laughs> like and, then, and then while you're on the phone it's like boop 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 right? 
yeah, the little, you know, tiny parts after. Oh, yeah. This is that was the, one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. Oh, and man. some of those nurses were really cute, too. <laughs> Never go back there again, huh? No, I, I came back a couple of times. They <laughs> they called me the fart guy. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. man. Wow. <laughs> I think I think men win storytelling. Yeah, men wins everything today, bro. <laughs> Uh, poop master, fart master. You guys don't have like embarrassing stories while you guys were at work. No. No. Um, I mean, one of my coworkers, she works like in the front of the office, and when customers come in, she would like check them in to to go into um, the CPAP room. And this one time, this guy came in. This girl, this lady is notorious to put a lot of makeup on, mm-hmm. like cake, right? And I guess she had a runny nose that day or something. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes in and he, she checks him in and everything. And all of a sudden you see her go, Achoo! and her eyelash fell off. <laughs> Half her makeup was on her hand. And I'm like at the photocopy machine, you know, I'm making copies. And I look over, I'm like, oh, back to photocopy. <laughs> And like they're in cubicles, and like everybody in the cubicles kind of did the roll your chair back and look what happened. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, <gasps> I didn't, I didn't mean to say, it. I didn't mean to do it. It just like instinctively came out of me. I was like, <gasps> and then everybody went. And I was like, back to photocopying, back to photocopying, and everybody yeah. saw her with like her makeup in her hand with the eyelash, and the client like looked up and saw her too. Oh, and I felt my. so 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 bad. She like. Got herself up, went to the restroom real quick, and reapplied everything. I would have wiped it off with me, but she reapplied everything. God damn, Jackie, have, has that happened to you before? Where no, I don't even. I don't like. I I don't even think I wear that much makeup, honestly. No, but you you have lashes, so like yeah, but it never comes off unless I'm like crying or something, or like you know, Ooh, like it was it like it was hanging. Oh my god. Bad. Crazy. That's crazy. I'm embarrassed for her. <laughs> Shoot, like the whole office was just like, "What happened?" And everybody saw, it. and like that, you just hear around the whole office like whispers of it. Like, did you see it? Holy, like half her face <laughs> came off. <laughs> I'm just like walking through the office, like, God damn it, that this is my fault. <laughs> I've never oh. said sorry. I, I didn't say sorry. <laughs> and like she hated me for like the whole time she was there. I mean, she, eventually COVID happened. She went home to work at home, mm. but she hated the whole time I was there. Mm. That's a, that's because you put her on the spot, dude. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I should have said sorry. I, I don't think I should have said sorry. I, yeah, I should probably say sorry. Oh man, that's crazy. What's the most messed up thing you guys did to your coworker unintentionally? I'm a nice coworker. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I got nothing. Like you never accidentally, you know, made fun of your coworker or like like, you know, in my position where I accidentally put her on the spot. No. No. I'm pretty sure there there have been times, but I don't I can't recall right now. Okay. I have 
Yeah, you guys don't really do much at work, huh? Dude, what, what do you what do you do at I work? Do You're my not job. working. What do you I'm mean? I'm doing I do my, my job. job. I do my. I'm one of the best managers at Supercare when I before I left. Anyway, you, you're causing problems at work. <laughs> Which is my manager. Me and him share a um, a room, and his desk will be right here, and I'm like six feet away from him on my desk. And there was one time we were doing an inventory count, and is notorious for doing the bare minimum. He will let me do majority of the work and then he'll finish it off. That's a great manager. And he'll finish it off and say, good work, Steve. And then he'll submit it to our his manager. And I get no credit. Anywho, so we were doing inventory count and I purposely did not count everything in the cage because those are like the little items that, are, that cost a lot of money. Mm. And I didn't want to do it. I was just lazy that day. I was like, I'm not going to do the cage today. So I left it on his table, right? I was like, okay, I did most of it. You just need to count the cage now. I'm going I'm going to go clock out for the day. And he was like, okay, go ahead. And I get into my car. He gives me a call. He's like, Steve, you didn't count anything in the cage. I'm like, yeah, I told you that. You were just too busy on your phone. You didn't hear me. He's like, no, you have to come back here and count it. I'm like, no, 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 I counted the whole warehouse, sir. You can do that yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Or else I can, or, you know, I can call, uh, and you and him can talk it out and count the case together. He was like, no, 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 no. Okay, go, 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 go home. Like, I threw him under the bus because I was just not having it that day. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he got me coffee. He told me he appreciated my work and all that. <laughs> but I appreciate you. Yeah, I did everything at that warehouse. And when I left, he called me. He's like, I miss you, bro. <laughs> we'll give you a raise, man. Come back. <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I work at home now. You can't. There's nothing you can possibly, you know, give me that would make me come back. Yeah. Oh, man. That was, this This is fun. <laughs> What a roller coaster of emotions. I know. We started off sad and then poop stories. And, oh. You want another sad story? I no, let's end it. Stop. It's getting late. One last one. No. Let's end it on a sad note. No. No. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to all of our crazy stories. Uh, well, men's crazy stories. Mostly I, men's crazy stories. Yeah, I just said poop stories but i guess me and josh are just yeah legit workers yeah jackie and i (laughs) yeah we just do our job we just do our job i I do my job (laughs) you not just hear me i don't know maybe you just have you you just have a luck of running into some instances that we don't yeah your work is crazy man (laughs) well it's because i communicate with everybody all day like it's either communicating with patients or about a patient or to my manager Hmm. And, I, and again, I was an assistant manager at my job, so I had to communicate with people. Makes sense. But yeah, thanks for yeah. listening, guys. Um, if you have any questions or if you want anything we that you want us to talk about, go ahead and message us on Instagram. Um, but we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.